0: Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health. By integrating the comprehensive animal health product portfolio of Merck Animal Health with the innovative technologies of All Flex Livestock Intelligence, we are shaping the future of animal health, resulting in more effective solutions and healthier animals.
1: Hey, folks, welcome to Doc Talk. We're going to have a great show. We're down here at Starkville, Mississippi. We're at the Merck, Mississippi State uh, Stocker Veterinary Conference here in the southeast. We have Dr. Che Trejo, Dr. Buddy Ray. It's going to be a great show. We're going to talk stalker cattle. Thanks for joining us. Hey, folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and we are here in Starkville, Mississippi, and we're at the Merck, uh, Mississippi State. Southeast Stocker Veterinary Conference. It has been a two-day event. It has been tremendous. We've had veterinarians from all over the Southeast and, and uh, we've been talking a lot of topics and I got two uh, people here that are just outstanding veterinarians for for stocker cattle, Dr. Buddy Ray and Dr. Che Trejo. And um, so let's just start out and, and tell the viewers a little bit about yourself and, and where you live and your, your what you're doing.
0: Uh, I'm Dr. Buddy Ray from Mayfield, Kentucky, and uh, we've been in a mixed practice for 44 years and uh, have been in the feeder cattle business all my life. We work with clients all over the southeast that handle from 500 head of calves a year to 15,000 head. <laughs> and. Uh, it's an important part in the southeast because we don't have feeding capacity for the finishing products, so we are the stepping stool to the finishing phase at the feed yard. Perfect, and Dr. Che?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, Che Trejo. I live in Northwest Florida. Me and my wife I try to raise five kids in a, in a setting that's a uh, stocker-based uh, farm, so we not only do veterinarian work with the stocker operators, but try to start some cattle ourselves I got my uh, feet wet in the stalker business here in Mississippi, and um, have really worked with stocker operators for the last 20 years throughout the South.
1: Yep, and and so as as we work through this, both of these uh, men are, are tremendous veterinarians in the not only in stalker but but known nationally. And to get you on the show um, is is a treat for me. Um, talk to me a little bit about. You know what 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 we're trying to accomplish in the stalker operation you alluded to it a little bit.
0: Well our normal cow herd in the southeast is 22 mama cows so we, they have we have to consolidate those calves and make larger groups and get them into operations that can feed them more efficiently and better health quality and all. also uh, it's just a concentrating of the animals that we have <clears throat> into a more productive and better production unit by consolidating them.
1: So Che, when we when we consolidate them what are some of the things, that, what are some of the major challenges that you're facing in these stalker operations then as we kind of lead us into what we're going to discuss today?
2: Sure, so Buddy mentioned the small cow herd size and that leads us to have a lot of different locations represented within one group which creates this Stress for the animal and it's it's uh, for stocker operators. It's trying to mitigate the stress of the animal to let him perform better so we we try to let that animal go from uh, Where he's comfortable and and at his place of origin and and we put him in a mixed situation with calves that he doesn't know and the stocker operators job is to Help him learn that environment and do well and succeed and that's part of what we try to teach and help people do
1: and, uh, you know, as we talk about in veterinary medicine, getting that veterinarian, it's something that Merck has really helped with, but getting that veterinarian integrated with these stalker operators is vital.
0: Uh, that's correct. Uh, they have the knowledge and the assistance from nutrition to husbandry to medications and uh, they'll be used in that whole operation. So the local or the consulting veterinarian that's coming in to assist their production protocols are very essential.
1: Yep. All right. Well, we're off and running. Great show. Dr. Che Trejo, Dr. Buddy Ray. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back after this commercial. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Buddy Ray and Dr. Che Trejo, and we're discussing stalker operations, and it's kind of the ghost of the, you know, stocker operators are the ghosts of our industry. You know, we we have a lot of seed stock people that are out in the public, and and we have feedlots that are advertising for customers, and uh, a lot of our stocker operators are are tucked back in the country, and uh, you know, it's kind of the the lost area of of that, And, and some of these people want it to stay that way. Um, <laughs> they just soon be out of the, the public eye, which is great. But what we're here to talk about is, is the value a veterinarian can bring to a st- stocker operator and, and getting hooked up to, to improve health.
0: Right. the Veterinarian can be critical from procurement of the animal, getting it bought, getting it handled correctly, coming into the operation, uh, making sure that the animals are acclimated to the co-mingling and all that goes uh, with the cattle coming in. Uh, the veterinarian's uh, important part of the uh, protocol of how we're going to vaccinate and medicate and pull and treat uh, any animals that have some adverse reactions or adverse situations and make that into something that we've got a product that goes to the feed yard from the cow-calf producer. There's a quality product that is going to perform when it gets to the final stage of its production. Absolutely. Che, what are some of the things, when you set up
1: a, a visit with your stocker operators, what are some of the things that, that you're trying to do while you're there on the farm?
2: You know, um, a lot of the things that Buddy mentioned are key. Uh, one aspect that the veterinarian brings as a, almost a partner to the organization is he has this outside look um, across many operations and he can kind of help guide and hold the hands to these soccer operators that the sky is not falling and you know and sometimes they uh, the operator themselves get in a rut you know they they can't see the whole big picture and the veterinarians there to kind of help guide them through data and guide them through decisions to get them through those tough times.
1: As you see stalker operators that don't utilize versus ones that do utilize yeah. veterinarians what are some of the bigger differences most,
0: of, most all of the larger operations have, have a veterinarian connected to them from the standpoint of the extra eyes because multiple units may be being in operations. Uh, so if there's a problem with from water supply to the feed quality or the nutrition, we're able to go in and have eyes that the, the farmer or the rancher that is raising those calves, seeing them daily he'll walk by and miss the problems that are costing him production as well as economically.
1: Yeah, and Che, you know, we, we tend to focus on health, but there's a lot more to it as far as performance as well.
2: Right, yeah. Like Buddy says, the day-to-day things we kind of can ignore, the The performance aspects. Are there windows that we can utilize anthelminics or, or growth promotants that we don't capture because we can't see the, trees for the forest, and I, I think the veterinarian's a key part of that.
1: Yeah, I, I keep th- you know the going back to the you know, block and tackle and doing ordinary things extraordinarily well um, yeah. <laughs> with our crews. Mm-hmm. Of, it, it gets mundane at times, but uh, our job is to, to really help push through those times and, and bring excitement to, to a job well done. Yeah. That's correct. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about stocker cattle health and production and veterinary medicine here with Dr. Buddy Ray and Dr. Che Trejo. You're watching Doc Talk and we're glad you joined us. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Che Trejo and Dr. Buddy Ray and we're talking about stocker operations and stocker health. And so as we as we start stepped away and we had some discussions really developing those protocols for consistency and compliance so that we can start to sort the other things out that maybe aren't associated with the process um, on health is important. Correct. Mm-hmm. So uh, talk to me a
0: little bit about when you guys are setting up your protocols what are some of the things that you're focused on? Well they all usually are commingled calves with similar problems so the vaccination protocols Usually we'll cover the viral vaccinations, and the route of administration will be determined by uh, the sources of the calves, typically. Uh, so they typically all get those, they'll get a Mannheimia and Pastorella vaccination, which covers the bacterial pneumonias most common that we see in background calves. And then we'll also include seven or eight-way clostridial vaccina- vaccines uh, as a minimum, and uh try to cover the the typical most problems for BRD.
1: Yeah, and those seem to be core, right? Correct. From AABP and, our, and yes. our new recommendations of core vaccination, So I think it's it's vitally important. What other things are we looking at on the protocol, Jack?
2: You know, uh, one thing I think I missed the first 15 years of my career is how vital coccidia control is in the high-risk calf. Uh, I think I ignored it, maybe. and and we brought up that stress phenomenon earlier and and that's just subsequent to that so i think we have to focus to make sure we have some control there on the front and treat if necessary Um, coccidia is a parasite so that brings me to parasite control and we we've struggled uh, in the u.s uh, with the conversation about resistance and how we handle that so we have to ensure that we have protocols to cover cover those calves when they come in
1: yeah it's you know, I, that's what going through the the two days, and and folks, if you, you know, if you're a veterinarian out there watching, this is a the conference I would highly recommend you attend. Uh, but the the uh, at Mississippi State Southeast Stocker Vet Conference, um, sponsored by Merck. But the uh, um, the thing is, is that as we go through the the and that we're still learning.
0: Well, absolutely. Yeah.
1: This is not, a, it's not an open and shut case, and so by working with your veterinarian and, and the veterinarian going to these types of meetings, this has just been remarkable. I, every talk I've picked up something
0: new or something that i would ignored. Correct. And uh, the veterinarian for the different operations, he's gonna, he may handle your operation different than your neighbor's because you may have different sources, so he's going to find the veterinarian gives you the opportunity to have a fine-tuning, if you would, of your protocols. And uh, that that just improves the stalker efficiency and improves their outcome.
1: Yep, and you know, do you, che, do You use data then with your operations? Sure,
2: and that that's something I think the stalker operator in general can struggle with. And there's the extra value of a veterinarian on place is to is to be able to keep that data and manage it and make suggestions off of it that. A lot of times, stock operators just don't have the time and the day to do.
1: Yep, I find that with with you know all segments, and and uh, it's just it's it's one of those things is that the only way to to change the outcome is is to change that process. Correct. Yeah. And we can't change the we won't change our process if we don't know that we're having a, a negative or positive outcome.
2: Yeah, I think the question we get is what's working or what's not, you know. And they immediately want to change a protocol or change a drug, and without data and the veterinarian's advice, it's, it's just hard to come to a logical
1: conclusion. (laughs) I'll I'll leave us on this segment with, my my dad used to say it was easier to sell a vaccine for a few thousand dollars than to sell a diagnosis for a few dollars, (laughs) and uh, and so you know if, if you want to make some changes for for for. For really good to, outcomes, you gotta have the veterinarian to help get the right diagnosis. Correct. So, yep. we're gonna take a break and we come back more here on Doc Talk from Starkville, Mississippi. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here in Starkville, Mississippi at the Merck, Mississippi State University uh, Southeast Stocker Veterinary Conference, um, which has been a two day event, um, just been phenomenal i uh, I got two unbelievable veterinarians here, uh, Dr. Buddy Ray, Dr. Che Trejo, and you know, I always try to do something here because I know we have stalker operators that are watching and 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 stalker vets. And so as I always try to say, okay, now if I'm sitting out there watching, what are the if you're gonna walk on the place, what are things that are, you know, top of the list
0: that we're gonna cover first and and, and discuss. First thing I'm going to ask is what is the origin and the procurement protocol for the animals that are getting and whether they're pre-sold, if they've got a marketing plan for where they're going and how large they're taking them, and uh, how many of their flow of animals are, how many are you putting in every week. Uh, the second thing is what kind of feeding system do you have? Do you stay on a consistent feed? Do you buy a commercial feed? Do you make your own feed? Uh, do you buy and feed anything? Uh, and then the final thing would be uh, what your how you would medicate and be treating and pulling the sick animals. Uh, identification. Identification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Jay?
2: Yeah, I go down a similar path. Uh, systems thinking is important on a stocker operation, you know, the, the quote that, there aren't solutions; there are trade-offs. And so, when we make a management change or a drug change, what kind of impacts are those? Are they going to have. How do we manage our sick cattle? I think that's a key importance, and how clean clean a place is, and the, you know, the small details are really important on a stocker operation, and we just have to kind of point those out.
1: Yeah, it's it's a you know it's a tremendous uh, opportunity, you know, to both uh from a animal health standpoint is so important to our industry. This mm-hmm. this stalker and backgrounder And it's so important to use these natural resources that we have in this part of the country. And and part of those natural resources are the people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And and I've yet to meet a cow or a dog that's picked its bet.
2: <laughs> and um and and so
1: so when we when we talk about that, talk a little bit about, you know, s- some of the people
0: aspects. Um Obviously these are people that we've been in business with for years and the relationships that you have with them are personal as well as economical because you want them to be successful. So uh, again, we're in animal agriculture. There's no better place, no better thing to do than caring for the creatures God has given us opportunity to take care of. And I look at the stocker uh, operators or those people that are taking care of those animals at that age of their production? Yep, I couldn't I couldn't agree more,
2: Jack. Yeah, and the veterinarian just adds to that relationship. He he's the he if the stocker operator is not successful, he's not successful. So I think and you can say the same thing with a healthy calf, right? We want those cattle to be healthy, and they're if they're not healthy, they don't perform, and and we're not economically viable. So. To have that sustainable relationship, the veterinarian is critical.
1: Yeah. Well, gentlemen, um, I want to thank you for taking time out. You're both extremely busy and uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Folks, I want to thank you for watching Doc Talk. Remember, if you want to learn more about what we do, you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com. Always work with your local veterinarian, with Dr. Che Trejo and Dr. Buddy Ray here in Starkville, Mississippi. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and I'll see you down the road.
0: Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health. By integrating the comprehensive animal health product portfolio of Merck Animal Health, with the innovative technologies of all flex livestock intelligence, we are shaping the future of animal health resulting in more effective solutions and healthier animals. Stressors that trigger bovine respiratory disease are all around, so when you spot BRD in your
1: herd, Turn to Zuprivo, the fast that lasts. Zuprivo is rapidly absorbed in as little as 45 minutes and lasts up to 28 days. Because in the race against BRD, you need to win. Ready, set, Zuprivo. In case of human injection, seek immediate medical advice. For use in beef and non-lactating dairy cattle only. For prescribing information, talk to your veterinarian or visit Zuprivo.com.